Welcome to this week's podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. For more info about Freedom Church, visit hellofreedomchurch.com. Good morning. Happy New Year to all of you. It is wonderful just being able to worship together today in the house of the Lord and to come together. So again, wonderful. Thank you for being here today. Uh, We've already talked about it a couple of times, but we are kicking off 21 days of prayer and fasting today. And... uh, It's really, I guess this is one of the things I look at it is just as you pray for your meal today, you're saying, God, I've not eaten this meal yet, but I'm about to. Would you bless what I'm about to eat? And I think 21 days of prayer and fasting at this time is just saying, God, we've not lived this year, but we're asking you to bless what we're about to enter into. And uh, so just encourage you to do, to to pray, avail yourself to that. We'll be meeting on Wednesdays here at seven o'clock. Uh, for those of you as well as in Crookston at 7 o'clock at the church there, uh, just uh, to pray, uh, to fast, and you certainly are welcome to come. One other just uh, important announcement I just want to make just to fill you in on, and that is Pastor Jared and Kelsey have been with us for three and a half years now, correct? And uh, they've been an incredible blessing to us. He has served in the role as associate pastor, and we are changing his title, Okay. You're like, what's going on, okay? Uh, and we're changing his title from associate to pastor to executive pastor. You say, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. What, what that means is this. You're not gonna notice any significant change on a Sunday morning. But over these last years, you know, I have overseen all the staff and have enjoyed doing that. I love doing that, but God is... I, don't want to throw down the trump card like this is what God said. But, but for me, I just felt God to say, Nathan, it's time, it's time to, to move in, you know, to, to more forward thinking and more of those things. So uh, Pastor Jared's going to be overseeing all the staff. He's going to be helping running a significant part of our staff meetings that we have together, uh, as well as throughout the week, just on our nine o'clock meetings. He's going to oversee all that. Whew, and I'm really glad. So <laughs> I'm really excited about that. So uh, be sure to just to congratulate him and and pray for him more. Anyway, last week I launched a new sermon series entitled, This is the Kingdom. Uh, All of our staff, uh, I'm sorry, let me take just a moment. We had a meeting with our leadership team and spouses last night and all all of the leadership team were just remarking, you know, we've got such a great staff here. And we really do. I mean, it just, it's never, in my 30-some years of ministry, I've never had a stronger staff. And so I'm so thankful for every person. And so God's blessing us. So we're so thankful for that. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Last week, I launched a new sermon series entitled, This is the Kingdom. And, and as we talked about, it's really based on, on the Sermon on the Mount. We talked about Matthew six thirty three. Here it says, Jesus says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Uh, in that message, and there was a lot of things we referred to, but the key to provision in our lives is found in seeking the kingdom. The key to provision in our lives is seeking the kingdom. Seek first his kingdom, and then everything else will be added. He talked about, uh, you know, why do you worry about clothes? Why do you worry about food? Why do you worry about uh, water, uh, things to drink? He says, because th- those are the things that, that the ungodly, those without God, those are, they worry about those things. But that's not how it is with you guys. You are supposed to seek first his kingdom as believers. And then he says, I'll add everything else unto you. It's an incredible promise. And when we 
when we uh, were to prioritize the kingdom of God in our lives and then God supernaturally provides for our needs. And seeking the kingdom of God first, it's so important and it really relates to where we're gonna be going in these next three weeks. We're gonna go a few more verses. That was uh, 6.33 in Matthew 6. Now we're gonna go to Matthew 7, just a couple verses later, Matthew 7, 7. And Jesus says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you because everybody who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, when his son asks for a loaf, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? As I look at that, I say, like, this, 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 this is the kingdom. This is the kingdom of God that when you ask, when we ask in prayer, we come to God in prayer and we say, God, I'm asking you this. The Bible says, when you ask, you can receive. That's the kingdom. That, that's, that's the kingdom. This thought of asking in prayer is a reoccurring theme in the Gospels. I'm going to probably, throughout this sermon, refer to just a number of different scriptures to talk about that theme of asking. Jesus said in Matthew 18, 19, again, again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Two just gather together and ask when you ask I'm all over it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grant that to you. Matthew 21, 22, Jesus says, all things you ask in prayer, believing, and you will receive. All things, when you ask in prayer, believing, you're going to receive. And I, as I think about that incredible promise, like that's our Father who has such a heart of incredible willingness. We have a Father in heaven that says, what I want you to do, ask. Just come and ask me. And I, I, I promise when you ask, I will give to you the request, the desires of your heart. The heart of the Father is not one of unwillingness, hesitation, or resistance. When we come to him in prayer over these next 21 days, it's not our desire to somehow kind of like overcome his reluctance into prayer, of prayer or his hesitancy or his resistance it's not like, God, we're going to pray enough to we're finally, we're going to break down your resistance and you're finally going to hear our prayers. We're not trying to overcome his reluctance. The very opposite. The heart of the Father is one of anticipation, eagerness, and willingness. Like, hey, guys, come on. Like, what do you need? Come to me. I will grant that. This is the kingdom. This is the kingdom. Mary and I, for our oldest grandson, his name is Caden, and Caden right now is on a pirate kick. And he just, all things pirates. He was telling me about 20, the names of 20-some pirates that he knows. And I'm like, I can name maybe two or three, I think, you know, like well-known. And he was telling me about all the names of these pirates. And so when we, uh, he was here at Thanksgiving, it was here a short time before that. But when we've gone into Shields, way back in the toy section, there's a little kiosk that's filled with all these wooden swords and daggers and like, like, pirate-type fighting tools, and he's like, Grandpa, like, look at this. I mean, like, like, this is amazing. Can I have one of these? And I was like, I can make that at home for nothing. So I said, 
So let's do this. Let's, let's, let's go home, Caden, and like, let, let's make it. So we went home, and so went out in the garage, put down the workbench. I got some scrap, like quarter-inch plywood, and got out my you know, saber saw. And I said, you draw it out, and I'll help you cut it. And so he drew out these swords and the daggers and shields with straps on them. And, and uh, when we were all done, we had two swords, two shields, and this incredible-looking pirates, this like, woo, this little dagger. And like Caden came out. He went into the house for just a moment. I was wrapping it all up, putting things away. He came in and says, Grandpa, and it wasn't even a Christmas gift. He says, Grandpa, this is the best Christmas present I've ever got. I mean, like, like, like what grandpa doesn't want to say yes to that? Right? I mean, like, what, what, what would I do instead of that? Like, what father doesn't want to, like, say yes? That's the father. It's one of willingness. Like, you need some help? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Whenever we ask in prayer, receiving, believing, we will receive. And I know what some of you may be thinking. It's like, that, 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 that sounds a little bit like too good to be true. Pastor, I know that all sounds good and well, but, but I've been asking for such and such for such a long time, and I still have not received. Pastor, I've been asking for this for a long time, and my prayer still goes unanswered. So I don't know how that equates with what you're talking about today. And can I say this? I understand those questions. I understand those questions. And I think there can be a lot of different reasons for unanswered prayer. Here's one, maybe one of the biggest ones. I remember, and maybe a little bit embarrassed to share, but I remember as a young pastor thinking this, Lord, I've really been working hard lately. I've been doing lots of praying. I've been doing a lot of preparation for sermons. I've been doing a lot of preaching. I've been doing a lot of, just a, a lot of like running board meetings. I've been doing a lot of visitation. I've been doing so much lately, right? I've been doing so much. So, so here's the deal, God. I'm going to cash all that in because what I really would like is a warm tropical vacation. <laughs> and so God, if it's okay, I'm going to cash in all that I've been doing for a vacation. How many think that's a great deal? Lord, I know, I know that on, on, on the scales, like my side is really weighted, right? <laughs> and so I'm going to, I'm trying to help you out here. So if you'll just grant me this, like this elaborate vacation, I think then the scales will be equal. And to be honest, I mean, I, I, I had a little sense of entitlement, an attitude of entitlement. Like, God, I, I, think, I think that, I think I have, I think I've earned this. I think I should have this coming. Uh, and guess what? It never happened. It never happened. Part of it's because God doesn't owe us anything. If you were here last Sunday, you remember that we talked about two kingdoms. Number one, there's this, there's this kingdom of self. The kingdom, a kingdom is a realm. It's an area that's ruled by, a, by an individual. And the kingdom of self is one where self sits on the throne. I'm in charge. I'm in control here. And the kingdom of self is all about how does this affect me? It's all about my opinions. It's all about how I feel. It's all about my senses, my touch, my vision, my sight, my feel, my taste. It's all about me. 
And, 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 and if this is me in the kingdom, if this is me, here's the kingdom, because everything revolves around me, right? Anybody, nobody can relate here, okay? No, that's awesome. It's like, it's all about me. Lord, this is how I feel. This is, what I, this is my mind. I'm using my mind. And this, this, is, this is me. This is my kingdom. I'm sitting on the throne. I'm king of my own kingdom. And so I, this is, everybody listens to what I need to say. This is what needs to happen. But the, that's the kingdom of self. But there's another kingdom over here. That's the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. And God the Father, he himself sits on the throne of that kingdom. And the directives and the rules, the guidelines, those principles that we adhere to in the kingdom of God are that which is found in the word of God. And in this kingdom, it's not about me. It's not about my feelings, my opinions. It's about like, God, what do you think? It's about not my will, but your will be done, Lord, because that's the kingdom. As we talked about last week, when we seek this kingdom and not our own kingdom, but when we seek this kingdom, he says, I'll add everything unto you. I'll add everything. But what happens sometimes in our prayer life is that we come to God and we ask for things that are purely and solely for our benefit. God, this is what I want because I feel I earn it. I'm entitled to it. Lord, to give that to me. The only thing is what I'm doing is I'm operating in my kingdom, but it's not the kingdom of God. And sometimes we think that, that like Jesus or God is this, like this roly-poly, white-bearded, red-suited Santa Claus sitting there waiting for us to give him, like to write out our, our, you know, our, our, our request and prayer, and then it's going to come neatly packaged on some magical morning, like in this pack, and we open it up and it says, you've won an all-expense-paid trip to the Bahamas. And you're like, God is so good. There is a God in Israel, right? I mean, God is so good. Look at this. Can I tell you, it just doesn't work that way, guys. James 4, the end of verse 2 and verse 3 says, you don't have because you don't ask. You ask and you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. He says what happens, there are times when we ask and don't receive, it's because your prayers are all about you. It's all about your pleasures. It's all about the things that you want because you think you've earned it because this is what you think that you need. He says, and he says, you have, first of all, because you don't ask, so you gotta start asking. But then when you do ask, he says, what happens, sometimes you ask with wrong motives so that you can take your prayers and heap them all upon your own pleasures and your own lusts. And I was thinking, just as children ask for things from their parents that their parents know, this is actually not what my child needs. This would not be beneficial for them to receive what they're asking. They're not ready for it yet. If I give them what they're asking for, it will actually be detrimental. Then they don't see it, they don't understand it. But at this point, Maybe a, maybe a little like, not exactly, but it's like when I took my first missions trip as a youth pastor, took a bunch of teenagers to Portugal, and I saw this incredible machete sitting, I guess this, there's a theme of knives in this message, but this machete, it's like, I'm, I'm buying this machete. And so came home and said, Mary, guess what I bought for Stephen, our two-year-old son? I bought him a machete. <laughs> because like, what, what boy doesn't want a machete? Right? Ask any like young boy, grade school age or even before, like, would you like a machete? They're like, yeah. Like, who, do, who doesn't want that? However, 
thank the Lord for a mother, a, a, a wise mom that says, you know what? I don't think he needs that. If you put that machete in his hands, this is not going to be a really fun house to live in, okay? This is going to be really dangerous. And I think, you know, a little silly illustration, but the point is this. Sometimes if God were to grant us what we were asking for, it's like it's not to your benefit. That's not exactly, that's not what you're needing right now. It would be dangerous for us and probably a lot of other people. And so the key to answered prayer, I think, is found in the words of Jesus. Different verses. I'm going to read four, four different passages of Scripture. John 14, 13, and 14. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, that's what I'm going to do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. What does it mean when Jesus says, ask in my name? Here's the kingdom of God. And it was through the sacrifice of Jesus that granted us access into the kingdom of God. It was Jesus, through his sacrifice, that granted us access into the kingdom. And so when we pray, he says, what I want you to do, pray according to the one that granted you access into that kingdom. Pray according to the name of Jesus Christ. And so when we pray, Lord, according to his name, we're praying all about, Lord, these things that have to do with his kingdom, not about my kingdom. Jesus said in John 15, 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, it will be done for you. What does it mean to abide in Jesus? It means this, that in the kingdom of God that we abide, we rest, we remain, we operate, we walk within the kingdom of God, like according to his word, according to his directions. And when we abide in the kingdom, we abide, then he says, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. He doesn't say whatever, like abide in your own kingdom. And then he says, no, that's not going to work that way. But when you abide in the kingdom of God and you ask what you will, it will be done for you. John 15, 16, you did not, Jesus said, you didn't chose, choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. John 16, 23, 24, Jesus said, in that day you will not question me about anything. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you ask for the Father, you ask the Father for anything in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you've not asked for nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. If there's a word that I would just like, we could hang this whole thing on, it would just be the word alignment. The key to answered prayer is founding and aligning our hearts with the kingdom of God. In your name, abiding in the vine, abiding in him. And as we do that, as we abide in him and asking in his name, there's something about it that God responds to those prayers. In fact, when the disciples said, Jesus, would you teach us how to pray? He says, pray then in this way. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Say those next words with me. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Man, this is such a key thing. This is, the key to answered prayer is find, found in this. I'm going to align my heart with the kingdom of heaven, with the deity of Christ, with his will, his sovereign will. And as I align my, my heart, my life with him, I am guaranteed, I know there's incredible things. I know that I know that I know that God will hear and I will receive what I'm asking for. 
When we pray, God, may your kingdom come in so doing. You know what we're also praying? God, may, Lord, may your kingdom come and may not, not my kingdom come. Lord, may your will be done. And Lord, not necessarily that my will would be done. I'm praying, God, but may your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And, and those, those prayers are the prayers that God answers. Again, it's this thought of alignment. God, I'm gonna align my heart with your heart, that whatever I ask, may your kingdom come and your will be done. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. That, that somehow we think, I'm going to live the way I wanna live, I'm going to do things the way I want to do. I'm going to kind of order my life. But God, I really want the blessings of that kingdom over there. Could you give that to me, God? And God says, that doesn't really work that way. But God, you don't understand. I'm going to live this way according to what I feel and what I know. Lord, your word is maybe not as important as it should be. But I really want your blessings in my life, Lord, so that I can live the way I want to live. And can I just be honest? It doesn't work that way. We can't, we can't live according to the kingdom of self and then expect the blessings of the kingdom of God. It doesn't work that way. God, I really, I'm asking you, God, I'm asking that you'd bless me financially. Lord, I'm asking for your blessings, God. However, however, I know my boss has been, you know, like, like he's not been treating me right, so I know I'm gonna fudge on my time card just a little bit. I know that I'm gonna be just kind of fudge a little bit on as I'm filling out my income tax. I've been paid under the table. I'm not gonna report some different things. God, it's okay, I'm, I'm just gonna, it's okay, God. And so, but I'm really asking you to bless, but Lord, I'm gonna do things my way, but I'm asking for your blessing. Can I just tell you something? As your pastor, shepherd, it doesn't work that way. I can't do that. God, I'm asking for your blessing on your finances, but God, I'm not really gonna give. I'm not gonna really tithe. I'm not gonna really give to the poor. I'm not gonna like invest in your kingdom. But God, I want your blessings though in my kingdom. And it, it doesn't work that way. Lord, I'm asking you to help me in this area of relationships. I know this person has hurt me. I will, I will never forgive them for what they did for me. But God, I know I'm not perfect, so God, I really need your, th these people's forgiveness. And like, you can't seek for that if we're unwilling to be forgiving. That's the kingdom. Lord, I'm, Lord, I'm really asking you to bless my relationship with my girlfriend and my boyfriend. Well, I know, I, I, I really want your blessing, but God, I'm gonna live my life and we're gonna engage in all kinds of, other, all kinds of activity. And, and, but God, I really want your blessing. I'm asking for your blessing, but God, I'm gonna do what I think is right though in this area. And can I just be really honest with you, all of you, it doesn't work that way. I have couples that say, Pastor, would you pray for us? We're struggling in their relationship and find out that, hold it, they've chosen to live together. And so, so
so, okay, you're asking me to bless by a blessing over your relationship. And there may be lots of reasons for that. But first of all, my thought is, you know what? First of all, align yourself with the kingdom of God. Align yourself with the deity. Of, align yourself with God, and then his blessings will just naturally flow. We can't live in this kingdom of self. I'm gonna do, because this is what I think, apart from the word of God and his directives, and then think, I'm, but I want the blessings of that kingdom. He says, ask, when you ask, you'll receive, and it's all within the context because I'm living, abiding in the kingdom of God. That doesn't mean that we never trip, stumble, or fall. What it does mean is that, that the focus of our life, the trajectory of our life is God's, I'm leaning into you. Whoops, I tripped and fall, uh, fell. God, I'm gonna get back up. I made a mistake, but God, I'm still gonna keep, whoops, I tripped and fell again, but I'm still gonna get back up and keep following you. That's the key to answered prayer. Ask and you will receive. Ask, ask. Lord, I'm asking for the salvation of my father. Is that according to the kingdom? No question. God says, all right, I'm on it. God, I'm asking, Lord, for the reconciliation of my, my, like my, my brother and sister-in-law's marriage. God, is that? Yes, yes, absolutely. God, I'm asking in Jesus' name, Lord, for, for that, that my mom will just be able to conquer this addiction. Is that according? Yes, that's according to the, yes, 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 absolutely. We can pray all those things in the name of Jesus with incredible confidence, knowing God, as we pray, he will respond in prayer and answer. And if we like, I'm not really sure if this is God's will or not, I don't know, then again, the Lord's prayer. Lord, may your kingdom come. God, may your will be done. I'm holding on to this thing really lightly, God. I'm just gonna give it to you. God, I don't know. I don't know what's supposed to happen. God, I don't understand, Lord, in this relationship. I don't know, God, if, if I'm supposed to take this job. I don't know if this is the direction I'm going. So I'm gonna hold lightly, God. But God, I give it to you in Jesus' name. Lord, may your kingdom come. May your will be done, not mine. And it's amazing how in that moment that God will respond in very, very incredibly practical areas. 1 John 5, 14, 15, the capstone of this whole thought verse is this. When, when, when John said, this is the confidence that we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us and whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions or the requests that we've asked of him. This is the confidence that we have before God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions, the requests that we've asked of him. And so as we wrap up this time today, if the band wants to come to the front, guys, this whole thought of asking, this whole thought of asking in prayer is this thought of alignment. It's God, it always comes down to the thought of lordship. Lord, I'm asking that you would become Lord of my life. Lord, that you would be Lord in, my, in this area of my life, God. That I'm going to surrender my life to you, God. Lord, I'm going to live, Lord, with you being the Lord of my life, God. I'm not gonna sit on the throne, Lord, of my life. God, I want you to sit on the throne of my life. I want you to, to, to speak to me and to you to determine, Lord, my next steps and my thoughts, God. I will live in accordance to your word, God. That's what I'm asking you to do. And that, that's such an, and again, not, I'm not talking perfection, But it's this thought of aligning our hearts with God's heart, our desires with his desires, praying according to the kingdom of God, not our own kingdom. 
And during these 21 days of prayer and fasting, I believe one of the things the Lord is doing, is wants to do, is this thought of alignment and just that he would take our hearts and just like, and just like align them with him. That we're not pursuing our own things over here, but yes, yet wanting his blessings. We're saying, God, I'm gonna jump off the throne of my life and God, I'm asking you to sit on the throne of my life. God, I want to just pray, Lord, then, Lord, may your kingdom come, Lord, and, and your will be done. It starts with alignment. And as I think about it, I think it all begins with just making him Lord of our life. And I know I, I, I think almost every time, maybe not every time, not every time I know, but almost, I, it's just the greatest decision that you can make is to choose to follow Jesus Christ and to make him Lord of your life. And this whole thought of alignment begins in lordship and saying, God, I want you to be the Lord of my life. And if you've not made that decision, today is the decision that you can make that, you can do that today. I'm going to intentionally align my heart with yours. Intentionally align my heart with yours. And when you pray that prayer, there's something that takes place. There's a shift, there's a shift, there's a shift. I know today there's this, this thing that we say, you hear a lot of people say when it comes to you know, contemporary thought, when it comes to do with lifestyles, when it comes to do with just whatever people try to justify their own be actions or behaviors, they always say, hey, God is love though, right? God's love, God's love. We serve a God of love, right? And we do. but we also serve this God of holiness that has established his kingdom and invited us into the kingdom to abide by the directives he sent, knowing that blessings flow through that alignment. And maybe there's areas in our life where we've just said like, ah, God is love, it's okay, I don't, I, I'm, I'm okay with the Lord, but this area I know I struggle, but God forgives me, he's a God of mercy. And today he is and it's so wonderful. But today, I believe he wants to help us during these days, again, of prayer and fasting. I believe he wants to help us just with this thing of alignment. God, I want to align my heart with your heart. In Jesus' name, can we just bow our heads today in prayer? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I know so many of you and just Mary and I just deeply love uh, each of you and love that we had, wish that we had more time just to be able to, you know, grab a cup of coffee and sit down across the table and just connect on a, on a real heart level. Something we'd love to do, but that's obviously not always possible. So I, I know so many of you, but not all of you, but I certainly don't know the condition of your heart or where you're at. But today, today, if you're trying to live for yourself, can I invite you today to jump off the throne of your life and to allow God to sit on the throne of your life? Can I invite you today to align your heart with his heart and say, okay, God, this is not about me or my kingdom. This is about you, God. I want to align my heart with your heart. And it begins with just dedication and dedicating, committing your life to him. 
And so here, with just the lights have been subdued and heads are bowed, and we're just, just a time of quiet meditation and reflection. If you're here today and you just say, Pastor Nathan, I, I really, I need to align my heart with God. I need to invite him to sit on the throne of my life. It doesn't just happen because you walked into church today. It happens because you choose. You say, I'm going to choose to follow him. Anybody just raise your hand today and say, Pastor Nathan, that, that would be me. Thank you. Thank you. You can put your, thank you. You can put your hands down when you're done. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you, Father. Anybody else today? I want us to do this. Can we just pray together today? All of us, we're all gonna just speak this prayer out loud. There's nothing magical about the words. Rather, God is listening to your heart and listening to the cry of your heart. But can we just pray this today? Let's say, dear Jesus, I come to you this morning and I give you my heart. I ask that you would come into my heart and that you'd sit on the throne of my heart. I make you Lord of my life, of my actions and behaviors, of my thoughts, of everything. I repent of my sin and my rebelliousness and trying to do things my way. Be Lord of my life, I pray. In Jesus' name I ask, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's message. To stay connected with us, visit us on our website or check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Hello Freedom Church. Have a great week.